Hi everyone, this is Kenneth Chu. Welcome to episode 25 of Mother Industrialist Live Show where we talk about entrepreneurship, parenting and life. And in this episode, we're going to talk about the power of feminine. And today I have this really, really great guest, special guest. Uh, she's the author of Create a Legacy of Love. She's a speaker. She's also a marketing consultant, entrepreneur and also a single mom of two children. So without further ado, let us welcome Catherine. Hi. Hi Catherine. Hi, welcome. Hi. Thanks for, thanks for coming on to my show today and I'm really really blessed to, to have you. We have a few sessions um, uh, before uh, this actual show and it was really really a good catch up and also to, to share of, of today's topic. And uh, before we kickstart the show, um, that's a tradition which is um, the question of the day that every guest get to post out to the audience and also to the next guest. So um, are you ready with the question of the day before we kickstart the show? Go ahead. Okay. So the question of the day uh, from the previous guest is, when was the last time that you felt proud of yourself as a mom and why? So I repeat again, the question of the day is, when was the last time that you felt proud of yourself as a mom and why? So give some time to think about it while I go onto our Facebook Live and check if we are connected successfully and if our audio are good to go. Okay? So I'll come back okay. to you. Okay? So okay. let me just check if we are live successfully. Okay, we are live successfully. Okay, I see some friends coming on live. Hi! Okay, let's see. Okay, I can hear myself. Wow, okay. No, I'm, let's see. Okay. Wow, it seems that I talk a lot. <laughs> okay, where is yours? Okay. Loud and clear. So for those who are coming on live, thanks for coming on live. And if you can hear us, give us some thumbs up so we know that uh, you guys can hear us. So I saw, I, I see Anastasia coming in. I see uh, Tarini coming in. Hi, everyone. Hi, oh, thanks for great. supporting. Hi. Hi. So for those who are in, let us know where you are from and where you are uh, tuning in. And uh, give us some uh, thumbs up or heart. Thanks, Anastasia. So, Catherine, are you ready with your answer to the question of the day? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Um, honestly, I'm always pretty proud of how I do. Even when I feel like I'm in the midst of failure, um, I, um, I, uh, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm pretty proud of who I am as a mom. Mm. I think my kids are um, learning by example. I, I'm I'm very human, so I make a lot of mistakes with them. But I yep. I freely admit that always. And um, I mean, just this morning, as you know, I had all this problem with my <laughs> own computer, and then I had problems trying to get online with you via my phone. So mm. I got my son to step in and help me um, get on with his computer. And and the whole while, I want to. Uh, he's calming me down. Wow. And I, I, I think that um, he, you know, they're learning from me through osmosis. Hmm. And I'm aware of that all the time, hmm. how much they're absorbing constantly. So I try to really, I try to be very conscious of that. Hmm. So I guess I'm always really pretty proud of them. And, uh, and proud of me as a mother. <laughs> I, I guess I feel like I'm, um, I'm a very conscious mom, mm. aware that every they're watching my every move. That's good. That's good. I don't know how else to answer that. Yeah, that that is really very good because uh, you being the role model and uh, showing them and like like you mentioned like before we kickstart this show basically everything was not right like your computer your phone <laughs> yeah. and now you're using your son's um, desktop which is which is like you were saying that he was coming you down like hey mommy let's cool down and I, I, my, lap, my my desktop is ready for you and immediately like within i would say less than a minute 
he got everything set up, Zoom and stuff like that, and we got connected. Yeah, that's I made amazing. him leave school, yeah, but and, you know what? <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, and, and, and that is something that you should be proud of. And I would say the last time is like today and currently uh, you having you on the show. So that is a really, really good answer to the question of the day. And now we can officially kickstart with the show. So I see a lot of our friends uh, that they are live. So um, maybe for those who are on live, thank you for coming on and thanks for making time. And who are um, Catherine's friends, you can just uh, give us some hearts so that we know. So who are my friends? You can give me some thumbs up. So um, now we can kickstart with the show. So Catherine, for, um, yes. can you do a short introduction of yourself, uh, especially for those who are new to you and for those who are um, watching it uh, as a replay or for those who are watching on YouTube and even for those who are listening because I'm putting this onto podcast, audio podcast at the same time too. So uh, maybe you can do a short introduction of yourself. What were you doing prior to your current business and what were your background and what were you doing all the while with, uh, in, in your business? Yeah. Well, um, I've been an, uh, an entrepreneur myself since I was 26, wow. which is more than half my life. And we'll just <laughs> leave it at that. Um, I always knew I wanted to be a mother, um, even before I was married. So I, I knew that if I was going to raise my own kids, I had to have my own business. <clears throat> I always wanted to work out of my home. So when I was 26, I started a, a marketing consulting business and um, still do that. Mm. It's been, you know, a, a long time. Um, but I still have um, my marketing consulting business. And, you know, my background really wasn't in marketing. It's just that I had worked for a company where I saw a need mm. and I decided to fill it by starting my own company mm. and um, it's all about follow-up services it's all about ensuring that my clients keep their own clients loyalty mm. um, it, it's all about follow-up services yep. um, so that their clients stay loyal to them and and we work behind the scenes making them look really good to their clients so that they have maintained loyalty and i work mostly with real estate companies on that level mm. um but the truth is i'm winding down from that business because it's there's no challenge left in it <laughs> for me i'm frankly getting a little bit bored with it mm. so i've always been an author at heart mm. and um Five years ago, I had a dream. <laughs> I awoke from a dream and I had a very clear picture. It was as if um, God spoke to me himself, honestly. Mm. Um, I had a very clear picture of this book that, that needed to be written. And I woke up and said, okay, challenge accepted. And I got to work on it. And it's taken me quite a while because in the meantime, I've gone through a whole bunch of transitions myself, including divorce and moving several states away and, and still being a single mom who are, you know, with teenagers now. Mm. Um, there's a lot of work that goes into that. Uh, so I started writing and it was a slow process, but the book's done now and I'm getting close to launching it. Wow. And this whole new business concept is coming up as a result. I'm, I'm, I'm getting downloads of great ideas and ways to, to make this business um, a whole new thing. So I'm, I'm starting over, um, but I'm using a lot of the same skill sets and a lot of my experiences are, are really playing into it. It's really the same thing. When you run a business, you're still doing a lot of the same things. You, yep. you have to sell yourself. You have to be creative with your ideas. Um, and all the while, I'm um, still prioritizing being a mom, though, hmm. for sure. Wow. That, that, that brings me to something that, we, in fact, we, we, have, we share a lot of things in common. Like you're a marketing consultant, I'm also a marketing consultant, and yes, you you started as a marketing consultant not because of really coming from the background. Like for me, I started from sales, media sales because I've worked with a lot of marketers, and that gave me a lot of experience with 
with working with uh, marketers from MMC, multi uh, multinational company, and also small medium enterprise. And also we are both uh, the um speak speaking also a speaker and also um an author of the same publisher <laughs> from yes, Black Card Books, and that is really yes. really amazing. And also entrepreneur. So in fact, we share a lot of things in common. And you were saying about um like you 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 receive a calling or the purpose. Even like for myself, like like for me when I wrote um, in fact it's not really I wrote the book. It's basically God guided me and uh, just connected me with mompreneurs like you. In fact, uh, in my in my past nine years, I was connected with a lot of mompreneurs because of the first job that I was uh, having in in the media industry, which is um, uh, advertising sales exec uh, in the parenting magazine. So that's how everything started. So we have a lot of things in common. We are both parents. So um, that, is, that is really, really good. And this also brings us to, to something that we felt very in sync, especially to this topic, which is the power of feminine. And it may sound a bit weird for coming in from a guy, from a man, from a husband, from a dad. But um, I, I guess in, in our past few conversations uh, through Zoom, uh, I realized that we, we share a lot of... Um, a lot of common thoughts about the feminine, the masculine part. So maybe you can share with us, like, um, um, to, to, to share with us, what is the difference between uh, masculine and feminine? Is it something like men equals to, equates or uh, is equal to masculine and um, women equals to feminine? Is that so maybe you can share with the audience out here? Yeah, I would love to. Um, it's a subject I'm really passionate about. Um, it doesn't necessarily relate to my businesses. It relates to how I operate in my businesses though. Um, and and it, it came about in, in one of our previous conversations yep. and we decided that it, it's, a, it's a great subject matter. Yes. Um, but let me start by, by emphasizing that when I, when I talk about masculine, hmm. I may say, man and when i talk about feminine i may say woman but what i'm referring to is energy mm. most 90 percent of women are born with a feminine uh, core essence and 90 percent of men are born with a core masculine essence mm. and there are more and more people who are questioning that 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 um that we have differences hmm. but i'm here to tell you that the differences are massive wow. <laughs> and i believe that a feminine's weaknesses are masculine's strengths and vice versa hmm. and we're meant to be um coupled feminine and masculine are are polar opposites and it's that polarity that creates um the juice hmm. in a relationship so the the more opposite the two are, I think the, the the juicier, the sexier, the the more dynamic the relationship can be. Yeah. But in a nutshell, if you were to to liken masculine to a city, for mm. instance, you would say that masculine is New York City, oh. whereas feminine <laughs> is Hawaii. <laughs> Just to give you sort of a that is know, a very uh, like like what you say is like very opposite. Almost yes. exactly opposite of it. Completely. Right? Mm. And both of them are fantastic. <laughs> but they're very different for different reasons. Mm. Masculine comes from they come from their head. The mind, they're thinkers. Yeah. Mm. They're doers. They're linear, focused, concentrated. Whereas feminine comes from her heart. Mm. She she is she she does uh, she's a She's a being, not mm. a being, not doing. Mm. Um, she's flowing. She is um, her. She's ever changing. There is nothing about her that is even consistent. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yes. And also at the same time, uh, compassionate and maturing. Oh, very much. Very compassionate. In fact, her focus is is really love and nurturing. Mm, yeah. And she's she's open. She gives life. 
dances with joy. She's radiant. She is um, patient. She is, um, she's the light. Hmm. Whereas masculine is, is directional. He's the guide. He cuts through obstacles. He stops at nothing to achieve hmm. his goals. Um, and in business, he focuses on the bottom line. Hmm. Whereas she focuses on what is good for the, the, the whole, what is good for people? Um, and how does this benefit those that it serves? You can see how both are very, very necessary in hmm. business. The masculine being completely focused on the bottom line, the, the feminine being focused on how does this best serve the greater hmm. good? right? Both yep. are necessary. So in business, we need to, we all have both energies in us. Mm. We all have masculine and feminine energy. The, the, the thing is, where do we choose to live? Mm. Do we live? I'm choosing to live in my feminine energy as much as possible. Mm. Um, <laughs> There are days when I forget I'm mm. feminine because I, I, I need to be focused. I need to concentrate. I mm. need to frankly get some shit done. Yeah. And so it's a conscious choice though, that mm. today I'm going to wear my big girl pants. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to get some stuff done. But as soon as the kids get home, I want to take the big girl pants off. I want to get back to love and mm. nurturing mm. and um, openness and the femininity um, so I think we need to be conscious of that all the time. Yep. I, I like I liken it to I, I live in my femininity. I visit my masculinity mm. um, on a conscious level. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. how how does uh, the feminine feminine uh, energy comes in the in, in the men uh, for guys? How does it comes into? Because if let's say for guy, if let's say they they have because you were saying that. Like for for uh women, you have ninety percent natural uh the feminine energy, but how about the remaining ten ten percent? Is that what you mentioned? Like the 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 choice of having the masculine side because you um because of business because of work you need to get things done and that's where the masculine come up. So how is it um different from for the guy? Is it the same or is it for the men? Um. They also have both energies hmm. and they, they have, men can be just as nurturing and loving and open as a, as, as a woman can be. Hmm. Um, when I talk about choosing to, to be in an energy, um, when I, what I'm saying is, is that the the focus can be very much um, the the energy you're born with at your core. Mm. But a man can be as good of a parent, just as nurturing. Mm. It's just that if he lives in a feminine place, he mm. might find himself being um, a little bit unsettled, a little bit unhappy because mm. his 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 truth mm. his mission mm -mm. is being suppressed he's not going after it he's not so there can be an an, an unsettledness an unhappiness a discontentment mm. same with a woman who's living in her in her masculine energy mm. i'm not sure i'm answering your question <laughs> yeah it, it 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 does because like you will say that majority of the men and women out there they have their um, natural uh, born energy, which is let's say for the men, it will be ninety percent of them will have um, the masculine A energy. Natural masculine, natural energy. Ma masculine energy, and for female, for women, they will have the ninety percent um, natural uh, feminine energy in them. So, is that cases like in, in even in your life that there are men who have ninety percent feminine energy, and uh, for women, they have ninety percent uh, masculine energy. Um, or oh, it's a choice like what you mentioned it's we both have both energies hmm. but but we are if you will witness a 
four-year-old, mm. a four-year-old boy, for instance, yeah. he, he, he's, he's going to be drawn to weapons. He's going to mm. be drawn to fighting and he's, he's a warrior in his, mm. in his own head. Um, you can try to deny, there's a lot of, for instance, I, I had a friend whose son, they, they didn't want him um, to be around any sort of guns. They thought that that was, you know, in, instilling violence. Mm. Um, so they kept him away from things that were quote unquote mm. boy toys, yeah. you know, masculine th toys. They wanted him to be gender fluid more. Well, that <laughs> little kid took his graham crackers and chewed him into the a gun <laughs> it's just their natural inclination hmm. you know my daughter at four years old she was she was dancing she was a princess she was singing she was just she couldn't help herself <laughs> you will see you will see a, a small child they're very closely connected to their core hmm. they are living in their core energies and what happens is we get our, our culture builds up these layers we learn how to um like women get rewarded for our masculine endeavors for instance <laughs> um we're rewarded for being successful in in our careers men are rewarded for being um nurturers at home for being stay-at-home moms so we build up some layers where it gets confused. What mm. is masculine? What is feminine? We get sort of separated from our cores. Um, and I think it's it's important. All I'm saying is it's important to stay conscious mm. of what we were meant to be mm. on this earth. What, what our core energies are, where we can be most passionate and bring um, the most power to hmm. our day-to-day -day lives yep. so when i yep. say the power of feminine which is the subject of of the day here yep. what i mean by that is there is no other powerful being on earth <laughs> than a woman who is strong in her femininity yeah when you think about it you take the most masculine uh male leader mm. who's the one person on earth that can bring him to his knees it's a feminine woman <laughs> yeah. because he feels her light and her radiance and and she's the one who's coming from her heart mm. and her heart is where the truth lies mm. and so when we're when we're coming at motherhood or our our businesses just our day-to-day mm. -day lives and we're coming from our hearts we're coming from a place of strong intuition. Um, the truth lies in our hearts. So we're the ones who have it going on if we can stay in that, in that feminine presence. Hmm. And the truth is that men, their, their DNA, it's instilled in them mm -hmm. to, to serve feminine. Hmm. Does that make sense? Because <laughs> yep. masculine is very much created to mm. serve feminine so from a business perspective if we come at um a business relationship feminine to masculine we're going to be so much more powerful if we come at it from a feminine place where we're coming from our truth we're looking at their needs mm. we're able to see them sometimes before they do because we're we're open and we're receptive to what it is that they're communicating. Yep. Does that make sense? Yeah. If and we come at them with our masculine energy, we're just a competitor. <laughs> we come at them with if our feminine energy. There's something in them that that is um, willing and ready to serve. Yeah, like like you mentioned that if you you, you go hard on it on as masculine versus masculine, it's like two same poles hitting each other and that they re re repel and that and and that that does not work in in any relationship and it also right. does not work in any business dealing and stuff like that and that also bring us to uh what is the true femininity of a woman or or, or, or a person or a human being right what is true femininity yes oh that 
is, um, well, true femininity is all about looking at the benefits of, of others. Mm. She's very selfless, although she is confident enough in her own skin that she absolutely understands the line that she should not cross, mm. which is where she gives away too much. Mm. Um, that's the danger. That's a weakness of yeah. the feminine is giving away too much because you're so concerned with other need, others mm. need. Um, so, so a strong feminine is going to be aware of that line and be very conscious of her own needs as well. Um, I want to read to you, you know, something that really has always sort of driven it home for me as a visual. Mm. This is, I, I, I live among the Lakota Sioux Native mm. Americans, and I have a high respect for their forefathers and their culture. And this Hi, everyone. Welcome back. So sorry about the technical problem. <laughs> I just lost connection, but now we are back. So, uh, so, uh, so thanks for waiting and welcome back. So welcome back, Catherine. Yeah. So hey. we just, <laughs> yeah, I, that I was guess, weird. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's okay. Things happen, uh, but, uh, it's always good to come back again. And, uh, just now you were sharing about, uh, you had something to share with us. Um, yeah, yeah. So I came across this metaphor, which describes the organic relationship between man and woman. Um, and it's expressed. It, it's um, expressed through Lakota Sioux folklore. Hmm. And this image was received um, by Lakota Sioux Henry Houston. So I want to read it to you because I love this visual. Hmm. Um, the vision is one of the beautiful wild mare taking flight freely through the open plain, her mane whipping in the wind. The strength of her powerfully sculpted legs merge with the earth, majestically creating its own drumbeat in tribute to source. She is pure and primal expression of creative power. What is possible for her becomes totally transformed when her beloved is riding her, the masculine strength who knows and honors her, her power. She's the mare, he's the rider. Hmm. It's through his surrender to her that he is able to become one with her. His masterful leadership and understanding of her raw power her desires and her vision guides and directs the powerful energies in a manner that manifests the greatest good for the unified collaboration. He harnesses the energy into a purposeful end for both. He does not fear or compete with her magnificent power. Hmm. Through surrender and union, he experiences his true nature beyond the world of form, and this unleashes his own spiritual power. He is free. Hmm. She gratefully surrenders to his leadership for it grounds her, stabilizes her energy and allows for its manifestation on the physical plane. Both are empowered by the union. Still, each of them stands sovereign in his or her own power. Out of the balanced unity has created a third force, a natural flow of synergistic energy between them that combines their individual wholeness into an infinitely expanded wholeness together. All of creation joins in the celebration of this divine union. And here's the thing. This is the way God created us to be, masculine and feminine. And our culture has gotten so far away from it. And um, that's another subject probably for another day. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I blame the fact that we've gotten away from it for the, the reason we have a 65% divorce rate in our mm. country. Is because men have forgotten how to be men, women have forgotten how to be women, and we come together in this gray androgynous area, and equality has done a lot to kill the passion in our relationships. Yep. So while we're equal in ways such as um, socially, politically, economically, yes, we need to be equal in those ways. But in all the other ways, no, we have our roles we have our strengths we have our weaknesses and if we just acknowledge those and learn to trust the other opposite energy 
to fill the weakness that we may have, we would all be better off. Yeah, definitely. Perhaps <laughs> create the whole, the yin and the yang, right? Yes, yes, Ken? yeah. <laughs> like we, we mentioned before, like like the masculine and the feminine, uh, masculine and feminine energy basically is like what in in Asia we talk about the yin and yang. It's like what uh what the tai chi uh is is a round circle and the the black and white it has to come together as a whole and 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 as we we shared previously the yin and yang or the masculine and feminine inside have to come together to become yes. a circle then it became a whole so um that's where that's where Absolutely. yeah and that's where you share that a lot of times we are breaking it up because we want to be the masculine and what um, the other part party want to be the masculine and that's where it, it's just like poles coming together and repel but if it's a, like a north pole and a south pole it will come together it will attract each other so that's why a lot of times like you mentioned that uh, the, the 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 female or the women are taking a lot of masculine the reason why and i also observed in the past um uh, 10 years when i work with um uh, mom pronouns especially i see that there are times that um they are more masculine because um women nowadays especially in developed countries they are more educated and when you are more educated they are have they have the ability to um to earn a living and also ability to earn an income and support the family which is uh which is which is a role that uh in the past the man is uh, used to be the the hunter the, the the person that go out to hunt and bring the bread back so now both parties the um the husband and wife they are bringing this um bread and butter back and that's where a lot of times if let's say the masculine energy in both right is so strong they will just keep on hitting and in the end when you know that if if two person fight together it ends up injuries a lot of blood shed and all that stuff so that is what like you mentioned like why why is the divorce rate uh is uh, increasing this could be one of the one of the factor but de definitely there will be a lot of other conditions and also other um underlying be below that but i would say it, it could it could be because of the energy that pressures together and both of them are very independent very driven and all that stuff because it's all for the the family i would say that so um is, is that is that what you you also felt well, I just, I feel like there's a lot of dissatisfaction because, you know, there's a lot of, I don't know, examples that I'm witness to. I I, I almost see more examples of, of more masculine um, women with a, a more feminine man. And you know what? That can work. That yeah. can work. Yeah. But in a lot of them, there's a general underlying dissatisfaction. Mm. You know, they may not be conscious of it, but 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 the the the, the female is likely wanting to be with a man mm. who's more in charge, who's yeah. more of a guide, more of a leader. Mm. Um, and 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 the 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 male in the situation is missing his mission in mm. life it's very important to a man to have a purpose and a mission and and, and to go for that yeah um so there can be a lot of dissatisfaction even though there might be some polarity mm. you know in the 50s i think prior to that there was you know if we just make this a, a cartoon caricature <laughs> and really generalize completely generalize you might see a, a couple um, pre-50s as, you know, he's the breadwinner, she's the, the housewife. Hmm. You know, he, he makes all the rules, she abides by them. She's submissive, um, he's macho. And hmm. that's, a, that's a negative as well. Yep. Um, the pendulum swung too far, though, when women, I think, when hmm. women decided to burn their bras <laughs> and 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 men got a little too in touch with their feminine sides mm. by letting their hair grow long and um, getting in touch with nature and smoking a lot of weed. And, um, you know, they the, the pendulum needed to swing for sure. Yep. But I'd like to see it go back um, to to um, where women own their femininity but the, mm. the the stronger side of it where we are really in touch with the truth and our mm. intuition and 
and concerned with the greater good Mm. um, and all about love and nurturing. And men are focused on um, guiding them and being leaders and role models. You know, when I talked in our last conversation about how few great role models there are out there for both masculine and feminine and we did decide that the reason why there's not a lot of feminine role models is yeah. because feminine really doesn't need the spotlight correct <laughs> they're always like behind the scenes they're always supporting they're always um behind the wing. wind beneath the wings yes yes you know the wind beneath the wings yes um, like, there's always a saying like I, I do not know whether is it um very common in the western part like for eastern in asia we always say that uh, behind every successful man there's always a, a very supportive woman that um like even for myself personally i have a very supportive wife that she's always su- very supportive when i start into entrepreneurship when i started my business even coming out with a book writing a book about mothers and stuff like that she's o- she's she's always there to support me and i felt being uh, appreciated being supported and and that brings out that that masculine taking charge and that, and on all that and she being her 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 femi- uh, bringing out her feminine uh in terms of um supporting nurturing because uh before all this happened uh in fact we are basically the other way which is like the other side of the pendul- uh, pendulum which is uh me more on the feminine side um having more of the nurturing patient supportive compassionate while for her she's more um driven more um want to get things done and she's always on the head on the mind she's not 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 really on the heart so i guess when we when i start into stepping into entrepreneurship i i because it's it's entrepreneur is a very driven very um with the mind really get things done so when i'm in in that mode she has to be that 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 um that the other side of the 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 equation which is being more feminine more nurturing more compassionate for me supportive so when that happens i i see that that's a balance so it is not really i I would say that either side of the um of the equation is good just that if let's say for couple they have to be balanced and uh the most important thing is to have to embrace and appreciate uh the other the other party and you really really bring it out that when a woman embrace um their true femininity it's really really powerful like i couldn't imagine that my wife could be so supportive in me going through all these trenches and doing what i i want to achieve and really supportive and i would say that a lot of friends was like wow your wife is really very supportive and even for my wife's friend they say hey if my um my wife can be supportive like for her male colleagues like my wife can be more supportive like you uh for me to venture into my dreams that would be very really good so that is one thing that i also realized that which is what um what brings us to talk about the power of feminine which is really important and i want to understand like for you how do you come with this um this this power uh, and also how does this femininity help you in your business or even in your uh, motherhood how does this come in well in motherhood of course um you know feminine is very uh, allowing Mm. um feminine is allowing whereas masculine is is um is um you know suggesting um more assertive more aggressive Mm -mm. so you know one thing that i'm aware of as um as a mother is the importance of allowing my children to learn and by making their own mistakes, by having independence, um, b- that's beyond the loving and the nurturing, mm-hmm. um, you know, but I'm, I'm, I've got to be masculine and feminine with my kids because mm-hmm. I'm mom and dad. <laughs> so, but I have to be conscious of when yeah. to be which. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> because I also have to, you know, lay down the law sometimes mm-hmm. and I have to, um, uh, direct them as well hmm. so but i guess just being conscious of it hmm. when to when to harness which energy yep. at any given time is um, a very key element hmm. in business i i did same thing i have to know when to harness which energy but i would say in a sales situation if hmm. i'm if i'm 
sitting across from a man, especially. Hmm. And as in a sales position, I'm listening to their needs. I'm, I'm drawing out what it is that they need so that I can fulfill that need. Yep. And if I'm in my feminine energy, what I'm doing is I'm not looking at my own bottom line. Yep. I'm not concerned with that. I'm concerned with making sure that I'm hearing hmm what their needs are and i'm here to serve and fulfill those needs for them and that's going to come across in yeah. a sales situation they're going to see that that is my goal yeah. and they're going to trust that which that i important. have their best interests at heart yes which is very so, important in sales yeah sales is, is a much easier gig for me when i come at it from a perspective Family. Because the money will then follow, the bottom <laughs> line will take care of itself yep. if I truly have their best interests at heart. Yep. And there's also been times where I've listened to their needs and I've said, I'm not the right girl for the job for you. <laughs> yep. And they appreciate that as well. And we both saved ourselves a lot of time, you yep. know, by me trying to um, hit on trying to, and <laughs> trying to fit a square peg into a round hole. It's not necessarily <clears throat> my job to fulfill that need. Yeah. Um, so again, um, coming at it from an angle of where I'm listening to, um, their needs, I'm, I'm, it, it's more heartfelt, it's heart centered. My intuition is very much what I'm listening to yeah. and what I'm, I'm, um, it, it's just going to come across and I'm going to do a better job for them. Yeah. And I'm going to save us both a lot of time by not. Yeah, by not working with someone that I, I can't help. Um, but then again, I have to put on my big girl pants, <laughs> which is my masculine energy yeah. a lot of days and just get some stuff done, you know, on the other side of the spectrum. Yeah. It's just being conscious of when do I, when do I have to um, put on the masculine mm. cloak and when do I put on the feminine cloak? Yes. So it's what I would ask um, and suggest every mompreneur mm. to be thinking about yeah. is how her feminine can be her power center um, when she needs it, yeah. when she needs it the most. I would encourage her to live there and visit her masculine side versus the other way around. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Because it, it also brings me to to why I wrote my book and um, 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 the subtitle is about how to perfectly balance between business and motherhood. So it brings like, like, it's, like business is very masculine and uh, motherhood is very uh, feminine. So that's why it's also about the balance. Like for you, you have that balance because you are wearing two hats like the, the dad and the mom. Uh, that's where you need to have that balance and that switch. It's like a switch. Like you, you are so in tune to it. You know when to use it. It's because you are conscious of it and you conscious. embrace it. Yeah, and it's like what you uh, like what we mentioned before. It's an option. It's a. Uh, it's not really an option. It's a choice that you made at this point of time. Like when we do sales. Like for me, I felt felt. Uh, I I can resonate because like a lot of my mom friends when I I work with them in terms of business, I need to hear them more. Because they are my clients, they are my customers, so they will have their own thoughts, opinion. Being as a salesperson, most salespersons will be more masculine. They will be like uh, putting their opinion in, they want to, um, to show that they are, they are better and stuff like that. But it does not work in, in, really in sales to be a really good salesperson. It's like what you mentioned, we have to listen more. And because if clients trust us more, they will buy from us more. Because people Absolutely. buy from people who they trust. It's, it works in everywhere. Even if you want Absolutely. to walk into a boutique, you want to buy a dress, you have to like the salesperson. It's, even you love the, love the dress so much, but you get a very crappy salesperson that don't serve you well, the service is not good, you may not get it from the person. But if the person treats you nice, good morning, ma'am, how are you? Stuff like that. Do you like this dress? If not, I can help you to change. So if your attitude is good, if people trust you, people buy from you. It's the same thing works, especially as business person, as entrepreneur. We, we have to be able to have that control, like the masculine, when to be masculine or when to be feminine. So uh, I, I guess um, there's a lot to, to, uh, to share about. And I guess um, 
we would have to to uh maybe to do it on a later episode because time is really fr- um flying really fast and uh, maybe one thing I'm I'm just curious because for you how how do you step into entrepreneurship? How is it that from inspiration from your parents or anybody that's around you? Oh yeah, definitely. My my father is the ultimate entrepreneur. Hmm. He um he was a farmer, so I grew up on a farm in um South Dakota. Yep. USA, <laughs> um, very rural area. It's it's um I've come full circle and I live back here again now. Um, but you know he truly lived off of the the land and mm. made a living from that, and he 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 worked his tail off doing so. So yes, I would say he was my inspiration. Wow. Um, I wasn't necessarily the 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 consummate uh, country girl. Mm. I I rebelled against it uh, for the most part, but I took away a strong work ethic mm. and um, the freedom of choice that comes from being an entrepreneur. The yeah. freedom of deciding, you know, for yourself when you're working and when you're taking your breaks mm. and and um, that to me is it's hard for me to imagine anything else yeah um so yes my my parents were definitely my inspiration mm-hmm. that which is which is very good and now you are inspiration to your children like you mentioned that your children are more on the creative side they, they although academic wise they are still doing but you also observe that they are pretty much different because they embrace the, the creative side then and they also know that uh, if they when they graduate and they can still find a job, but alternatively they still can uh, pursue something that they love, like the creative arts and stuff like that, right? Yeah, I, I'm really proud of my kids because I see in them that they are they're they're realistic in the ways of the world but they're still going to be going after their passions. Mm. So my son is passionate about music. He plays guitar. He's wow. passionate about music. So he's making sure he's setting himself up to work in that industry. Mm. You know, he wants to love what he does and make a living at it at the same time. My daughter is very creative, very artsy. Um, she's also realistic that, you know, starving artist is, 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 a, is a, is a realism it's a more than a cliche it's a, it's a fact <laughs> yeah it's, it's reality <laughs> so practical herself mm. up to, to work in an industry where she can be creative and mm. she can use her skills so that she loves what she's doing and i think that's the best piece of it is love what you're doing yes because success will come right <laughs> yes yes definitely <laughs> and, my, um, and and no. especially now i would say <laughs> that yeah i would say that um um, being good at what they are and being passionate of what they, they are at is much more important because if you look at it, a lot of uh, fresh graduates, um, they are, uh, it's, it's even more difficult for them to, to secure a job, especially at this point of time. So I would say that and, and a lot of jobs currently now are being replaced by a lot of technologies, a lot of artificial intelligence, and a lot of um, jobs that used to be very popular or very um, um, in demand is now have changed because of the industry, a lot of disruption. And I would say it will be very different for even like for my daughters. Now she's nine years old, another 10, 20 years down the road, the jobs that is available at her time will be so much different from our time at, at current state. So that's where... Um, um, in, in my book, Mother Industrialist, uh, I talk about uh, how we can, uh, being entrepreneur, being a mompreneur, can help uh, your children to plan for their future, to give them a better future. And not just for them, it's also for their children. So uh, being a mompreneur, I would say that it is planning for your children's children's future. So um, that, um, that also brings us, um, sorry? Well, and... <laughs> For me, it allowed me to be there for my children, mm, raising yep. them. Correct. I could choose when I was there. You know, mm. I I worked behind the scenes more yes. or less. When they were at school, I did my work. When they went to bed, I, I got back to work. Um, and I was there for them as a mom. So mm. I kind of had my cake and ate it too. Yes. Um, and I think that 
<clears throat> raising my kids myself while running my business was one of the most important things I did. Yeah. You know, set it up so that it, I could yeah. be there for them. And All I think right. that's the real advantage of a mom mompreneur. Yes. She can control her environment. Yes. Um, so much more than she can if she's got a job yes. where she's away of every week yeah and, and what you what you share is really important because uh um it like being a mompreneur it gives you a way for you to live life on your own terms without on your own uh, terms. correct on your own terms and also without worrying about time and money because you're in control of your time you can manage your own time because you're on your own boss and um because if you work for someone else in the job your time is your boss's time or your time is your company's time you do not have much time for yourself. Imagine you only have so much time for yourself, but if you have you become a mother, you will have even lesser of your own time. And how would you have even more time for your children? But as a mompreneur or someone who starts your own business, you are always in control. And the potential for a business, especially for the income, is is the sky, is the stars, or whatever you can right. put it. There's no cap on right. you. But in a job, there's always a income cap. And in order to break that income cap, you need to exchange more time for more money or more responsibility for more income. And that's where I see a lot of working moms are having that uh, struggling uh, in managing that and also the guilt that is coming into them. And that is also the reason why uh, from in my book, I want to share with them that's a better way out than just working and also a better way out for you to be able to spend more time with your children. And now, uh, like Catherine, you yourself, you're a very practical example and a very good testimonial to show that uh, you'll be there for your children, especially holding two, two roles. And uh, that also uh, brings us to very much um, to the end of uh, coming to the end of the show, because um, I guess we had a really a, a good chat. And it'll, um, it is so really one, yeah, it's so much more. <laughs> and I, I, I would really um, wish that I could invite you for the later episode. But uh, how, how does the audience get to connect with you? Maybe you can um, share with us how, how can they connect with you? Well, um, I have um, a Facebook page. It's probably the best way right now. Mm. Um, find me on Facebook, Catherine Turner. Hmm. in South Dakota. <laughs> um, and um, I've got a couple of websites. Hmm. Successconceptsonline.com hmm. is my my marketing business. Hmm. Create a legacy of love book.com yes. is going to be where you can um, purchase my book and learn more about that. Hmm. It's under construction right now. But you can also email me Hmm. Catherine at successconceptsonline.com hmm. and I would welcome any any comments um uh, there's a lot more to come I'm yeah. I'm just getting all my social media set up around my book which we didn't even talk about <laughs> yeah <laughs> crazy because that's what I've been so focused on lately um hmm. But it's something I'm very excited about. Which you know, is I'm and, excited for you too because our book, both of our, our books, most likely will come out about the same time. So yeah, uh, which is really awesome. Oh, and for good. those, and for those who are watching, and for those who are on live, uh, I will post a, um uh, Catherine's link below in the comment section so that you guys can connect with her. If not, it will be in the description. And um, last but not least, uh, that um. At the end of the show, every guest gets the post of the question of the day. So, Catherine, are you ready with your question of the day? Yeah. Before I think we I have, off? <laughs> I, I kind of have a twofold question mm. of the day here. Which is good. Um, let me see. I wrote it down. Uh, well, first of all, I do want... Um, I, I really want women to start thinking about how mm. they can remind themselves mm. every day that mm. their strength lies in their femininity. Okay. How do they remind themselves? For instance, for me, sometimes the first thing I have to do in the morning is jam some really great music <laughs> and get myself into a more flowy mm. um, mindset. 
versus, you know, a uh, structured, what do I got to do today? Mm. If I'm, I'm better when I'm, when I get in a flow. Mm. Um, so for me, I, I, I associate music a lot with putting me in the, in the right, um, and I want to say mindset, but I, yep. I really want to say heart set. I want to <laughs> get in the right heart space yes. to be um, getting done what I want to do on um, from a feminine energy mm. perspective. So what is the question um, that uh, you want to post it out to the audience and also to the next guest? What can you do each day to remind yourself that your strength is your femininity? Okay, maybe what you can. What can you do? What today? can you do? What can you do each day to remind yourself hmm, that your to, strength is your femininity? To remind yourself that your strength is your femininity. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Okay, let me just repeat again just to get just to make sure that I get it right. So um, the question of the day posted by Catherine is what can you do each day to remind yourself that your strength is your femininity? Is that right? Yes. Wow. And, and related to that, Kenneth, mm. is you know, what is my intuition telling me? What and is I, my intuition? What is my heart telling me? Mm, what is my heart? And intuition it, telling me. Okay. Yeah. It's a question they can ask themselves when presented with any mm. question, what is my intuition telling me? What is mm. my heart telling me? Come so, at it from a heart space is what I'm saying, as opposed to a head space. So that, that is a two, two question, right? That you, that yeah. you said that, which is, is good. Let's just go with the first one. <laughs> go with the, <laughs> the other one is just for them to, to, to think about it. So, um, so yeah. the question of the day out to the audience, for those who are uh, coming on live, uh, do post your comment below. Um, I would also post uh, Catherine's question of the day in the comment section so that you guys can reply on it and send us your uh, answers. And me and Catherine will be very, very happy to see your answer coming in. So her question of the day is how can you do each day? Oh, sorry. Is what can you do each day to remind yourself that your strength is your femininity? So the, this is a question of the day posted by Catherine. I'll post it below so that um, you guys can... Um, be able to send us send in your uh, answers in the comment section and last but not least Catherine any last advice for the mothers who are sitting on the fences thinking whether they should step into entrepreneurship or they should pursue their passion so what is your last advice for them oh wow you don't even hesitate <laughs> but at the same time I know that it's overwhelming. I know that it's a big bite to chew, but take it one step at a time, chunk it down, take it one step at a time, mm. move one foot in front of the other, and just every day do something that puts you se yourself a little bit closer mm. to your goal. Wow. Chunk it down though. Yes. Don't let the overwhelm get to you because right. that is easy to have happen. The whole project seems so overwhelming that it's easier just to keep doing what, what's comfortable, get mm. out of your comfort zone. That's right, that's right. That is that is such a very, very good, yeah, get out of your comfort zone. So for mothers out there, I hope uh, Catherine's advice does really struck you. If you like what she shared what, um, in this episode, do give us uh, more thumbs up or more hearts so that we will be able to uh, share more love out to more mothers. And last but not least, so um, uh, do click on the link below, uh, which is www.motherindustrialistbook.com and that's where you can get a, a free copy of my downloadable uh, book. And uh, in my book itself, there is, there's a lot of mompreneur stories like Catherine's, like a lot of mompreneurs that I personally know that is documented, that is featured in the book that you can get yourself inspired, especially for the mothers out there. Even for parents who want to start a business, you can also uh, read the book itself. So last but not least, um, Catherine, thanks a lot uh, um, for coming onto my show. Uh, today is really, really a very fruitful and uh, empowering um, session with you. And I re thank, thank you really um, um, for everything one that last, you have shared. Yep. One, last, one last quote for okay. me okay if you're not scared shitless you're not on the right track <laughs> wow thanks a lot katrine so uh kenneth here uh thanks everyone for tuning in 
and thanks for those who are watching on live, those who are watching replay, and for those who are listening to us. So uh, thanks everyone, thanks for watching this episode, and uh, Kenneth here signing off with Catherine. Thank you guys. Thank you everyone. Thank you. Thank you, Catherine. Bye. Thank you everyone, and I see Kenneth. you guys in the next episode. See ya. Bye bye.